just a few fellas on a podcast Ripping in the pitching jokes and sharing some laughs Or I'm lying in the bedroom Jerry Bernstein Ooh, they want to know if it's something If it's anything Often featuring Lady Corbin Hey, it's Jerry Bernstein coming at ya Lady, can I hear you? Hello, it's Lady Corbin coming at ya Yeah, sound about you <laughs> Everybody's coming at me. I've got no time. <laughs> They're on my tail. They're out flanking me. Hey. 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 Welcome to the show. It's, is this anything? Coming at you. Doing our bits. Ooh. Brett is checking the gigabits, making sure that they're in the right place. Leading are on the road. Oh. Rob is looking uh, rested and recuperated from the last time we saw him. He's got a little bit of a, like a little spring in his step. A little pep. Well, I've got a little spring in my step because I just got a package that I was pretty excited about. Um, I got a couple other packages which are cool, but those will still remain a mystery till later. But this package, <laughs> <laughs> but this package later can be revealed Zoom? today. Uh, no, 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 no. It'll probably be in a couple of weeks. I'll let you guys know uh, if it even comes up. Mm-hmm. But, but this one is exciting because uh, my roommate, my roommate. Uh, my, my, my temporary roommate right now, uh, this guy, Zach, he is, uh, he happens to be just a really, really good cook, like, mm. like pretty excellent. He, he takes real time and care, spends sometimes several hours a night just to prepare himself dinner. Like he just really cares about it that much. And, uh, I have been lucky enough to been able to just be present in, in just watching him cook, helping him, but certainly in eating, uh, many of his meals and uh, it's just been so nice. It's been such, like, like he'll just make something as, like, like a fried chicken sandwich from scratch and just be like, what the fuck? This is the best thing I've ever had. <laughs> it's just insane. Like he just starts, he'll just say, oh, I got some chicken thighs. And then like three hours later, I'm eating this like perfectly breaded thing with like toasted bun. I'm like, this is insane. Well, and he'll no make, big he'll... deal. I just, you know, dusted the <laughs> chicken and a little bit of cornmeal and a special spice yeah. blend. And, you know, you want to make sure that you coat that and let that rest for about 30 minutes in the fridge. And obviously you're going to want to use a different oil blend because you want a low smoke point. And, uh, obviously we're going to skin the potatoes because that's going to be part of the breading. And uh... yeah, <laughs> he fried yeah. the goop. Yeah, no big deal, right? Uh, fried the goop, I... exactly. Can I just say, once I started making chicken thighs, once I cooked chicken thighs for the first time, I was like, I'll never go back to any other part of the chicken. I mm, every, oh yeah. every other part of the chicken is a desert. <laughs> it's very true. And that, I that's, feel attacked. That's exactly like how... Uh, <laughs> well, you were coming at them earlier. <laughs> uh, what, did, what did I say about the gigabits? Is that, is that, was that me com- oh, coming at them? Uh. <laughs> You were saying this is this is Jared Bernstein coming you, at you. This will this will all make sense oh, when I get to my I, I sorry, had no guys. idea either, Jared. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Until he said until he literally said this is I remember, Jared I remember. Bernstein coming, coming at, you. at you. I'm impressed that you figured it out, Jared. <laughs> yes. Well, first of all, um 
Um, my roommate would agree with you, Brett. Everything he does is just, it's all, it's all thigh based, you know? And, uh, and it's great because when you do eat a breaded chicken sandwich, that's not this like, you know, dry piece of white meat. You're just like, this is so much better. <laughs> I don't understand why we're not doing this all the time. Anyway. So, um, there's been that we actually, uh, we had a couple of fun just cooking nights. Cause I was like, Hey man, like we made homemade pasta, uh, us and the roomies. I was like, ah, cool. And we're just rolling the thing out, which is cool. And I was like, oh, we should make dumplings one night. He was like, are you kidding? You want to make dumplings? I was like, yeah, I want to make dumplings. So we, we made all the filling stuff. We made like a hundred dumplings. It was great. So, uh, so we've had some fun. Uh, oh, and, and when we watch TV shows too, uh, we'll get on like like a Hell's Kitchen kick or or mm. or Kitchen Nightmares or whatever, all their kind of stuff like that. And you know we're watching it for fun, but he's watching it like, oh yeah, they are screwing up. Like like he he <laughs> he really he really cares. So um, he is also also very into um, Japanese culture. Just happens to be uh, uh, big into it. He um, on his spare time he will translate uh, Japanese comic books into English. Just because he likes it, so he'll take really obscure Japanese comics that he likes and goes, this should be in English. The internet needs to know what, what this book is I saying. I think that translating is cultural appropriation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's oh, it, I, it's good, but I could make it better if it was American. <laughs> Get time That's to crazy. put in some superior white words. <laughs> um, so, so he'll do that, and and he he speaks Japanese, very into Japanese culture, and then also will like you know, and between that and the cooking stuff. So, I uh, said to him, I was like, hey man, maybe this um, Thursday night, if it wouldn't be too much trouble before I go back out on the road, maybe it'd be cool if we did like like a Japanese you know night. Uh, food wise and he was like oh man like he took it so seriously so quickly he it, it instantly stressed him out because I, I mentioned this to him like two days ago like, he was like i mean it shouldn't have, it was so funny like anybody else would be like no or like whatever he was like of course we're doing that but now i'm like i'm fucked you just fucked me <laughs> i got a lot of translating to do <laughs> <laughs> okay, Rob, this this sounds like from from knowing you when you you were past this point already uh, mm -hmm. in your your journey into pokerdom, but just this sounds like a similar trajectory where like you were like, yeah, my brother is a professional poker player, so I've just been talking to him about it, and then like <laughs> you know a little while later you're like, so then he's flopping the goop, and I'm like, <laughs> I know your number, pal, <laughs> so I'm just picturing you know six months from now you, you have a chef's hat on and. <laughs> We're gonna Every be episode. You're eating some kind of cuisine. We're we're gonna be doing a show in you know like Detroit or something, and you're like, all right, well, as soon as this is over, I got a shift at this this Michelin star restaurant. <laughs> Rob, why did you why did you book this the same night we have a show? I just like being busy, you know. It's like I, I like you know if you want something done, give it to a busy person, as they say. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I gotta sharpen my knives. <laughs> so uh, wait, wait, hold on a second. Hold yeah, on a second. Keep going. Remember, when we're on the merch line. Sometimes we need each other's help to like get things. So, like, yeah. Rob, can you grab me one of those tour shirts? Yes, chef. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, he says, like I said, it, it was so funny that he's just like, 
All right, yeah, man. Oh, geez, I got a, I got a lot of shopping to do. All right, I, I'm going to be meal prepping for the next couple of days. <laughs> I was like, I don't really screw <laughs> over. I just, whatever. And then here's the thing that's still a surprise to him and actually to my other roommate as well. He's in the other room. He's going to find out probably if I'm speaking too loud that I had a little trick up my sleeve and um, somehow I was able to get away with not telling him immediately because the request I think was super weird, but he didn't make it, he didn't find it to be weird. I just said, hey man, I wanted to do a Japanese night. <laughs> to which he was like, no further questions, done. And I said, but, I, he's like, what do you want to do? And I was like, well, I want to do like a steak component. Like, you know, I want that to kind of be part of the, the main, you know, feature is the steak. And he was like, all right, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, maybe we could do some kind of side noodle thing, but we can, okay, I can make that happen. And uh, we were talking about or planning it out a little bit. Now, here's what he does not know is I just got this package today. Maybe you'll notice the insignia here. Mm -hmm. Okay, very familiar, right? Lady, can you tell me what that is? <laughs> Rob, if this is something that is using dry ice to stay refrigerated, you're gonna, once you open it, you're gonna have to go put it in the fridge. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you're- that would stop you, but. <laughs> I like how you're like, Lady, do you know what this is? Do you know what sound it makes? <laughs> So now we get to turn our podcast into one of those uh, box opening uh, mm. videos. An unboxing. Stream. I've seen these before. Sometimes really? they're sneakers. It's taking a while. It seems like feels you haven't seen one before. Yeah, it feels like a lot of this gets edited <laughs> out or done before like, Yeah, right, right. They usually, they usually jump cut this. <laughs> this is, by the way, shipped straight from Japan. Wow. This is a piece of a $200 Wagyu Whoa. 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 Check out that marbling. Look at that. Have you seen such aye, fat aye, aye. on a steak before? Woof. Wow. That's like a hundred chicken thighs. Aye, aye, aye. <laughs> uh, the Wagyu beef is specifically a Japanese cow. And uh, just their DNA winds up, you know, the, their lineage just happens to be a particularly fatty kind of cow. And uh, interestingly, learning a little bit of the history of Wagyu beef, uh, once the trade deals had opened between Japan and America, it became difficult for uh, Japan to compete with this cheap cattle that we have all over our Midwest and in and, and Texas and stuff. And so Japan was a little bit worried about their own cattle business, but if you know what Japan's topography is like, not exactly a lot of grazing land, mostly mountainous. So they weren't doing so hot to begin with. They were a little reticent about making this trade deal specifically because of their beef industry. So what they decided was like, well, you know what we could do is we could just go further niche. You know, we could really focus on this particular brand of cattle that we have, which is this very high marbled, high fat, you know, content cow. And what we'll do is, is we will just put all of our investment into making sure that this is a pure high quality you know type uh, st strip of meat so we're not going to compete with the americans with you know volume but we are going to try to compete with the with how quality well, with the quality exactly mm -hmm. so um there go there started the the wagyu you know uh, beef industry which only since 2012 i believe is the number did they even start exporting that so this has only been you know about a decade in the making of having steaks like this available so anyway my roommate has brought this up. I mean, the, the, the amount of times the word Wagyu has been said in this apartment 
is insane for, for, for any couple of guys living in a place. Uh, he's mentioned it many times, and he's even explicitly said, he's like, oh, man, one day I, I just I, I just want to get one. I'm just going to get one. I'm going to, you know, cook it up. And uh, What a cool thing to do, Rob. This is a really yeah, nice awesome. move. Love it. Oh, thank you. I am so excited because I just, I like the idea of, like, you know, you can't, there aren't too many magical things that you can do for someone once they're an adult. Someone's like, I've always wanted to do X and you have the ability to give them X. That's amazing, you know? For Secret Santa, I got my sister-in-law and I thought I very like not coyly was asking her questions to show what kind of gift I was gonna get. So I was like, so you're you're going out on the road a lot for the claims that you're doing now? And she's like, yeah. I was like, so you eat in your car a lot? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, do you do you like that? She's like, yeah, I actually love eating my, in my car. And I was like, okay, cool. And then I just ended the conversation there. So I got her these um, seat fillers that go over the seat belt and then they just fill in the crack between the, the center console and the, the seat so that when food drops, it doesn't drop in there. And when I got for her it was like that perfect it's not the exact same thing as the wagyu beef but it was like that perfect gift and she was like this is perfect this is so good and i was like you didn't know i was gonna do this like it was so obvious right i was knowing knowing what you actually got her and the questions that you asked her and no human could have guessed that that was what you were getting i was like oh it's gonna be like a tray like a food tray that you eat off of and attaches to the steering wheel or something I think I may have even asked, like, does stuff stuff fall between the seats? Mm. And she was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, that, it sucks. That's a little closer. That's, that's a little funny. closer. Yeah, yeah, funny. So Mom, hypothetically... I'm so concerned. Yeah, go put your steak in the fridge. This thing is on pure carbon dioxide. This thing is fine. This thing okay. is... <laughs> Do you want me to put some water on the dry ice and we can make it smoky in Ooh, here? That'd be fun. That's fun. All right, I, um, I think for Christmas this year or something, I forget when it was, but my mom was telling me that she was at the store... And that she'd always wanted to try painting. She'd never, never tried painting, but she was at the store and she just saw this like paint by watercolor by numbers kit thing. And it was like for beginners and it was on sale. And she was like, she's like, I almost got it. But I was just like, you know, I'm not going to get it. I, 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 I don't even know why I didn't get it, but I really wish I had, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I was like, ah, that sucks. And then she like went upstairs and I like ran to my car. Same, exact same store, scoured the place. I was like, do you guys have this like paint by numbers thing, blah, blah, blah. And I, I looked for it and I was like, I, you know, one guy said it's there and I looked for it and I couldn't find it. Then I got another person to actually go with me to the thing and they like moved something away and I was like, oh, it's right there. And so I, I was <laughs> nice. able to bring it back to her and be like, mom, you can do the thing. And she was like, exact same thing. Like, oh my God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's when, so nice uh, to do nice things for people. What are you going to say, lady? I'm curious. When, uh, when Steve oh. was trying to figure out what to get me for Christmas, he messaged me and he was like, hey, my mom is getting into painting. And Ooh, I was trying clever. to figure out what to get her. I was like, I just don't know what to do. And I was like, okay, is it like acrylic or watercolor? And he was like, I don't know. <laughs> well, what do you like? On, uh, <laughs> he never once asked me what would I like. He said, "What should I get her?" And I was like, "Is she a beginner?" He's like, "She's she's nineteen. She's she's weirdly nineteen <laughs> years old." Um, so so what she do you think? Paints comedians sets. <laughs> um, <laughs> When my dad wants to get me a gift, uh, the process is usually, uh, what do you want? And then, um, okay, I'd like this. How do I get that? Um, Can you just do it? Here's my credit card. 
actually, can you just buy it and I'll pay you back? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. I'm like, yeah, this is... That last step. That is, is yeah. All right. Adorable. <laughs> I love it. So the last thing I was going to say was because of the way that I thought this through... Um, my, my ideal situation would have just been because these things are frozen. You can keep them frozen for a long time. So my ideal situation originally was just order the thing when it comes in, he'll be here and we can just do this together. And I think that'd be fun. That kind of didn't go well because I knew I was going to go on tour soon. So I was like, yeah, but selfishly, I just, I just would like to have this experience, uh, together with them now before I leave again and come back. Uh, so I was kind of running out of time. But then I was like, ah, if we do this unveiling and that be the first he knows about it, um, and then we try to plan some dinner, I know his brain's going to kind of freak out and be like, oh, well, and today's Wednesday. I'm gonna, you know. So uh, I was like, I don't think he'll have enough time. <laughs> so I was like, I came up with this weird plan of being like, let's let him know that some dinner is coming up. <laughs> <laughs> before I tell him what the main course is, which I was like, that is the weirdest solution <laughs> to this problem. And for most people, it would have been that weird. But funnily enough, for him, I'm just like, hey, man, make me dinner on Thursday. He's like, you got it. <laughs> I don't need to know anything more. <laughs> we could have a real gift of the Magi thing happening where he's like, Rob, guess what? I got this super expensive meat from Japan. <laughs> for our dinner. He has to get duck. He has to get duck. And I got this. <laughs> Um, I want to read two funny comments. Uh, somebody said, "How do you? How do they send Wagyu beef steaks on a plane?" Um, yeah. <laughs> God damn it! Wow. I love it. Excellent. I am sick of these motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was uh, from Jack Dostal. And then uh, Steel Mold says, "How many crumbs by volume does your car ri- ride produce per mile?" <laughs> <laughs> if you eat too much Wagyu beef on a plane, you can be like, "I am sick of all this motherfucking meat <laughs> on this motherfucking plane." <laughs> so what I was going to tangent with earlier is like you're talking about Wagyu, you're talking about chicken thighs. I hate fat. I hate fat in meat. I eat only chicken breasts and there's a little bit of fat in chicken breasts. If Mm. I could get rid of that, I fucking would. I don't know what is missing in my brain, but I love fat. Actually, your brain is mostly (laughs) made up of fat. That is actually true. (laughs) I just I hate the way it feels in my mouth. I hate the way it tastes. Lean brain, (laughs) just pure muscle. Yeah, my, my yeah, I got one of those Arnold Schwarzenegger style brains. All in my brain, it's just sweet potatoes and chicken breasts up here. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. But anytime someone's like, "Oh, you got to try this. It's a ribeye. It's extra fatty." It just, I, I don't. Mm. I, I kind of get the extra flavor, but the, the, the like the greasiness and the texture of the fat is so much worse than whatever benefit I'm getting from it that I'm just like, I, I don't like this. When I was working at Trader Joe's, I was uh, on the cash register, just totally out of it, whatever. Hi, how are you doing? Yeah, me. And this guy went off on fat for the entire checkout. And it was so funny that the cashiers on both sides of me were like, we're like quoting him afterwards. He was just like, look at this yogurt, 0% fat. You know what? That's what's wrong with everything. The fat is good for you. You know what your brain's made of? Fat, fat. Why are they removing fat from everything? No fat in this, no fat in this. Fat is good for you. And so the rest of the day, everybody's like, fat, 
<laughs> right. You also told us about a woman who told you about the thermal paper being carcinogenic. Oh, yeah. It oh, seems yeah. like people were just dropping knowledge yeah. on you. She was right about the thermal paper. <laughs> Somebody comes in and he's like, hey, so uh, how's your day going? It's going pretty good. I'm actually an electrical engineer. Do you know the best way to set up a, <laughs> a fuse box? No, I did not know that. <laughs> you got a downstep of your 2.4 volts. Speaking of the similar thing, I once took I was I once took a very hungover and exhausted flight from London back to America and was sitting next to the most obnoxious mom and her obnoxious child. And she kept on just like almost like announcing to the plane that she had a child. She was like, Trevor, don't do that. Trevor, don't do come on, Tre Trevor, be nice, Trevor, you know. And I was just like, oh, this like performative momming was just like, oh my God, I can't yeah. stand it. I cannot stand it. The kid was like kicking my chair. He was sitting Tre next to Trevor was kicking your chair. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that was his name. You know, <laughs> for all I know, she would have been talking to her dead child. Anyway, <laughs> so this kid's kicking my chair and she's like, I'm sorry, he's two or whatever. And I was just like, okay, you know, like, like some people were being nice about it. Like, oh, you know, I get it. And I was just like, yeah, sure, whatever. And then she like said something to the steward, like, thank you for being helpful. Some people aren't as helpful. Yeah. <laughs> like, Whatever. So I suffered wow. through this entire flight. I go, I get to the um, customs in America. And as he's checking me through, this woman like passes behind him. And it's like, now, Trevor, what do we say? Trevor, Trevor, what do we say? And it was so annoying that this guy who didn't spend a flight with her stopped doing my paperwork and was just like. <laughs> And when he came back, I was like, I was sitting next to her. It was a nightmare. And he's like, oh, oh man. He goes, kunk, 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 kunk. He's like, get oh, out of here, great. buddy. Oh, that's, oh, that's so, so nice that you had that moment of camaraderie. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, that, that is actually at Trader Joe's. That was a huge thing. Like the amount of moms that do performative momming mm -hmm. is mm -hmm. just, it's so cringy. It's just like, oh, God. Yeah. And, uh, but I will say, at least the good thing is that, like, I think most people around those people are just like, realize that that's annoying. That is like a, a, a unifier there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You just made me think of like a, a scene in a, like a spy movie where someone's trying to get through customs and like uses an interaction like that to just like be <laughs> chill with the customs agent. Mm -hmm. like, oh God, this woman like, oh yeah, terrible. <laughs> there you go, Mr. Bond. <laughs> he went like through all the that, trouble uh... to set up that distraction, but he's still using his real name. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And uh, what's the purpose of your visit? Spy. Spying. Espionage. 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 Okay. <laughs> I didn't see a murder. I didn't see assassination on the on the thing. So I just wrote it in myself. That's all right. <laughs> but geez, that woman. Trevor, come on. <laughs> uh, the way that, uh, that interrogators or, or like police will try to get a confession by somebody by being like, God, women, I freaking hate them, right? You know? <laughs> Sometimes you just wish camaraderie you to get something. <laughs> Sometimes you just want to murder them and put them in your trunk, right? Yeah. Anyway, so uh, so what do we have you in here for? <laughs> murder, trunk murder, trunk murder, <laughs> murder, trunk murder. Uh, with that said, would anyone like to see some dry ice? Yay! All right, here we go. I'm gonna pour some water on this puppy. Let's see. Did it do it? Whoa! Hell yeah. Double, double toil and trouble, huh? <laughs> this. 
Cauldron brought bubble. to you by T Drive. <laughs> <laughs> and a big load Rob's got. Look at that load. <laughs> ah, look at my load. <laughs> it instantly turns this to is... vapor. I can get ladies pregnant just if they are near in the air around. <laughs> <laughs> this is how good T Drive is. Don't breathe if you're ovulating. Oh, yeah. Well, actually, speaking of breathing, this is pure carbon, so I should open a window. Uh, Rob, you're making me so interested in learning about science. (laughs) Yeah. This ice here. Breathing? Science is crazy. (laughs) (laughs) The uh, carbon dioxide here sublimates, which means it goes directly from solid to a gas. It skips Mm. over the liquid phase, giving you this very cool thing here. Mm -hmm. That's how I watch shows that I don't like, but I feel like I should know about for, you know, pop culture references. I watched the first episode and the last episode of the season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I get women so horny that they do that also. Oh. They <laughs> skip right, their, their vaginas. They skip vaginas, right to leaving. Vi- <laughs> All right, that was great. Good night. Vagina wow. juices go right to a gaseous state. Jesus. They're just so turned on. <laughs> How do I draw this? I don't. <laughs> draw air, lady. <laughs> Figure out. It'll be easier to draw than leaving. Than <laughs> out Are you a squirter? Actually, I skipped that step. But... <laughs> I'm, I'm a, a sublimator. <laughs> I'm a vapor. A vapor is good. <laughs> that's when the how is the sex? You can see it was sublime. Ooh. Nice. Mm. nice. Excellent. Okay, but you guys have big catch-ups, so let's get oh to that. Oh my god! Big catch-up. Rob, don't open a window. Yeah, I'm gonna open a window. So I don't I don't want to skip over anything that Lee's gonna catch up on, but I will say that part of our adventure, we just went on a big adventure because we had an 18-hour drive through the night to get from Sacramento to Vancouver. Right there for you guys. This is the the drive where I looked at the schedule that Steve put out and I went, I'm not doing any part of this leg of the tour. I was like, not even the parts of the tour that don't have this drive. Exactly. (laughs) Because just I didn't I didn't realize it was this far into the tour. But I was like, just the idea that the the fallout of this drive Mm -hmm. is going to be there for for many days. I was like, nope, I don't want anything. And that's like that's the one I know about. So whatever the thought process going into planning this is, there's other parts where I'm like, why? Why would you do that? And I won't find out till I'm there. So I'm like, Mm -hmm. nope, not for me. Bizarrely, I think that everything before this long drive that was supposed to be the easy part for me was like the I don't like this. Yes. And then once we did the drive, there was a combination of like manic sleep deprivation plus being really enjoying being in Canada because it's so nice here, especially compared to San Francisco because fuck that place. That oh, I just God, I've been feeling better since and our and the places that we're staying are nicer. You know, it's just like weirdly go, that was a real journey through fire to get to what has been a, a really nice couple of days. This sounds like real Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> You're like, once it the sleep like deprivation sleep, came baby. in and the waterboarding, and, you know, you know, what? I was like, this is actually pretty good. And, you know, yeah. I know we make fun of Steve a lot, but I, I like, are there better decisions he could be making? I don't think so. You know, <laughs> Whew, unbelievable. So yeah, Lady, what were you going to say? Where's your, where's your ketchup start? Uh, my catch up is that I'm allowed to legally drink in Canada. Woo-hoo. Really fun. Party. Uh, so, so Bander and I, uh, we went to we went on an adventure yesterday where we were trying to find a karaoke bar because we just wanted to karaoke. But 
we went to a couple of different bars. We went to one that smelled like smoke, and we were like, no, we're not going to do that. Uh, and so we went next door, and we asked this guy who was outside, like, hey, is this bar open? He was like, well, it was my private event. This was my book release. And we were like, oh, shit. So we started talking to this guy named Goldie. Uh, and and here's his book, by the way. We bought his oh, book. Oh, he got a sale. Nice. Uh, okay. Yeah. The lower chakras. <laughs> lower chakras. Lower, lower, oh, lower chakras, chakras are very important. Those are it, the sexual ones, if I remember oh, correctly. His original uh, title was butt stuff, but then he changed it to... <laughs> <laughs> it, it's poetry book, but you wouldn't know that from what he looks like. This is his picture on the back. Ooh, oh, nice. That's wow. yeah. um, really? He has an entirely tattooed head. He's so cool. Uh, but he sent us inside. He was like, yeah, go on and get a drink. But you should go talk to this other comedian friend. If you guys are with a comedy tour, go meet my friend Jeremy. And we shot the shit with Jeremy and he was fucking awesome. Oh, he good. has a show in Toronto, and he might come to our show in Toronto, too. But uh, then my other catch-up before this is that uh, a woman called me a cunt at the merch line yesterday. Ooh, that's <laughs> and that's she more acceptable it. in Canada. I don't yeah. know that it is. I think it's less acceptable <laughs> yeah, it's, in Canada. Well, they it's more, pretty it's, stingy about words. It's, it's <laughs> acceptable in British culture, and Canada is more of an offshoot of that, so, you know. Uh, I'm with Rob <laughs> on this one. It's a gray area. It's like, <laughs> oh. Transition. Because they still have the queen on their money here so they yeah, still if they like, the queen they still got that cunt on their money so i think <laughs> that, that, so yeah so this woman came to the merch line and she was like i want to buy steve's book but can you get him to sign it you've got great tits or something like that and we were like oh steve's not doing any signing or anything but um but all no, right no, she was saying you want she wants him to sign it you've got great Yes. Yeah, yeah. No, I she thought that not. was like a side note. Like, hey, Jared, uh, can you get Steve to sign this book? You've got great tits, and I would really like uh, to buy a shirt. <laughs> I was hoping that you were going to say, ah, well, the problem is you don't. Uh, the shaggy, they're a little weird. Uh, we don't like triangular shapes here. Get out of here. <laughs> so I was like, all right, you've got great tits in there, and then you can tell people Steve said that. And she's like, no, no, no. She sucked. He's like, no, no, what she the said, genuine article. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, what a bitch. What a cunt. So she's like, I'll get two <laughs> shot glasses. And um, and at this point, I think Leedy said something that was just like engaging but not being mean. Do you remember what I'm talking about, Leedy? I told her if you wanted that that signature, she should have paid for the meet and greet. And she was like, I don't have to pay. And she was just being all sassy and rude. And I was like, like I boobs. highly doubt that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, I don't have to so, pay because of these puppies. Uh, so <laughs> that's when the had, shade began. If she had gotten the meet and greet, then Steve could have told her himself that he doesn't do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but she she took that to mean that I, she took it to mean something else. So then I was like, OK, if you're if you took that comment to mean that I was saying that you do have to pay for stuff because you're not hot enough or something, then fine, we'll go with that. <laughs> and it just, oh it, oh, it went it went on. At one point, she referred to us as the help. Oh, uh, I love and, it. And so that's when I stopped engaging with her and I started engaging with her friend. And I was like, oh my God, your style is amazing. You should help her. And, uh, oh God, it was just, it was, I hated this woman. I don't remember what all was said, but. What? Well, okay, so there's the thing. So you guys yes, know me on the merch line. Stuff. I am like, let's get this interaction over with. Every other word mm -hmm. is, is that everything for you guys? And then that's it. So I kept on saying, is, it, is that all? She got two shot glasses. And she was like, 
And I was like, hey, is that all? She's like, well, I was going to get more stuff, except she's being a cunt about it. And I was like, all right, well, is there anything else you want? And she's like, well, let me get the shot glasses and I'll get a shirt. And I was like, OK, what size? Then she's I forget if it was like I literally said, what size do you want? And she's like, well, ex- you're an extra small. Then that's not me. I'm not an extra she's small. She's saying that to you or Lady. She said that to Lady. Because Lady was like, oh, what size okay. do you want? I'm going to grab the shirt for you. And she's like, well, not oh. an extra small, which is what you are. Because I got these big Oh, you showed me. <laughs> wow. What, what is she oh, trying God. to? Yeah, she's dunking on my size too, ass. Oh, God. <laughs> I was just like, just, just buy whatever you fucking want and then leave, please, you know? The lady comes over with a shirt and she's like, is that an XL? And the lady's like, no. And she's like, ah, blah, 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 blah. And I got her a triple like, XL for her big ass titties. <laughs> That's what she was saying. Uh, but then she was like, this is the wrong size. So I went back and I got her the right size, but it's not going to fit her big ass titties. So I don't know. But, um, I don't want to body shame anybody, but what did this woman look like? I mean, like, not great. Nice? Exactly what you're imagining. Yeah, she wasn't, a, she wasn't particularly good looking. I don't know. Her boobs are a little big. The you know, equivalent of a guy right. who's made his height, his personality. <laughs> oh, yes but you would That's think funny. this woman would have like any sort of cleavage showing if she was so proud of these tits mm, but no she was wearing like a normally very modest oh, dress so interesting it yeah. was so weird imagine a guy um, who makes his height his only thing but he's 5'11 you know <laughs> I had a manager like but that once she like, ended this interaction by turning to me and she goes but I love you I love you I love you and I was like it's not mutual <laughs> and so to get back at Leedy, so... she didn't buy a tour shirt and she just bought my shot glasses and I was uh, like, uh, I was like oh man and when we when we told that to Steve I was like Steve I'll give you 30 bucks for that, for costing you that sale, because it was worth it. So yeah, she fucking sucks. Oh my god. So here's the thing. So we we leave Sacramento at like twelve thirty in the morning. Drive through the night. You know the sleep is terrible. Even though we have the, the the more comfortable car now, it's still really really difficult to sleep on the road. We stop in Portland, Oregon, to get like some coffee and for people to do pee breaks and stuff like that. And Steve's talking about how he's got this like great restaurant that he likes to go to in Seattle. And he's like, does anybody want some? And then Rivers makes a joke. He goes, I'm trying to skip my meals because I've been putting on a few pounds. And because we're all loopy doopy from being sleep deprived, we just decide to run with this gag that Rivers is fat and that we hate him for it. And we're just like, you really need to lose some weight, man. I'm embarrassed to be seen on that stage. And Bander points out, he's like, Rivers eats like nutritional powders. So we're like, ragging him for eating too much powder. We're like, yeah, put down the powder, piggy. Oink, oink. <laughs> Hitting the powder a little much, aren't you? <laughs> That's great. So I don't want to take credit for this because this really was a group effort. But we we get back in the car at one point and somebody brought like a croissant from this place. So we use the bathroom and everyone's like, does anybody want to bite of this croissant? And I'm like, I'm like, not you, Rivers. No, you don't get any. All right. Fat <laughs> asshole. <laughs> we start leaving the parking lot. Silence. Rivers has got this like blanket and he's like, does anybody want to share this blanket with me? Silence for a second. I go, is there any to share, you fat piece of shit? <laughs> <laughs> and that's where Lady's drawing of me calling Rivers a fat piece of shit. I have from. one more. At one point, Ooh. Bander was telling us what the code to get into this, um, this hotel room was. And he told us it was like, 900 pound and i said are you sure you're not reading river's weight (laughs) (laughs) 
So yeah, now we got the running gag of Rivers is a fat piece of shit and Banders' mom gives hand jobs. <laughs> um, I got a really sweet video from Bander and Rivers uh, because, you know, as you guys know, Rivers picked up, I think where he left off with Brett, calling my set trash and garbage and mm-hmm, stuff, and so I just get this great video. It's just Bander. He goes, hey, Rob, this is John from the road. And uh, hey, look, it's, oh my God, it's your act. And it's just, <laughs> it's just like huge three, like industrial size, like garbage bins. Oh my God. And Rivers is there too. And, he, and he's like, oh yeah, that's the whole, I think that's all of it. That's the whole thing. And then Bander brilliantly, he says, he says, yeah, I think it's his one man. There's three huge containers. He's like, yeah, it's, I think it's his one man show. Hey, look, it's in three acts. Too. <laughs> <laughs> Love you guys. Miss you. Awesome. So then we get to Vancouver. We're all like, delirious and we have two shows that night we had two shows the night before in sacramento two shows in vancouver and we were just having so much fun just being like psychotic like weirdos just like running around just being like "Ah!" just like dancing it's so just like bananas and then the shows were the best shows of the entire fucking tour because steve goes out and he's like we just had an 18 hour drive and all of us are just like being weird on stage have some really great q a moments has really great riffs in the middle of the show we don't get to sleep that long the next day because we have to drive like halfway to Calgary because that's like another crazy long drive. But because there wasn't really anything there, we were driving through like these beautiful mountain ranges, with like incredible vistas and views. And the place that we were staying was like this, um, this I don't know how you would describe it. It's like a resort almost where you get like these little condos that are like gorgeous and pristine with like a beautiful view of the river. And there were some hot tubs. So everybody got high and hung out in the hot tubs at night and just like hung out. And then I went to sleep early because that's what I do. And then these guys went and got uh, fast food and and hung out for a little bit. And so, yeah, ever since the, the long ass drive, it's been like crazy fun. It's been great times. Oh, so yeah, cool. this great. has been the reprieve for the hellish tour that it has been so far (laughs) yeah san francisco was a nightmare sacramento wasn't much better and then all of a sudden we passed through this this sleep deprived craziness and now everything's great everything's wonderful the bench in san francisco oh god don't get me (laughs) (laughs) don't tell jared about the bench you wouldn't like him when he hears about the bench (laughs) i forgot one thing I i forgot to mention when we were doing the steve episode is that we leading and i were in the same room so in order for there to be no echo on the mics she did it from the closet and she was like, yeah, just let me get a lamp to bring in there. But all the lamps were like a little bit too big, but I had a small one in my room. So Lady was like, can I take this lamp? And I was like, sure, go ahead. And for no for no reason whatsoever, Lady grabbed it and like a gremlin was like, hey, mine. And she just like ran away like. <laughs> that was before the drive that made us all loopy. That was just regular ass Lady. I love ah, I'm a I see a lamp. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing regular here. <laughs> nothing regular about it. I have a great video of Lady when we're coming back from tour with her huge backpack on and her coat over it uh so she just actually looks like a weird gremlin like (laughs) doing the exact same thing going up an escalator going (laughs) (laughs) we love this gremlin character lady i guess i didn't realize it was a running character until you guys have brought this many examples i might as well pile on the first time Mm -hmm. i got to when i saw lady in the airport when we when first going on tour Seeing her walk with her giant backpack was it was great. It, like she wasn't walking as much. Like each foot was just like stopping her from from the thing crushing her. That's what it kind of looked like. Just like, a, you know, like oh my life. god! <laughs> it's great. And also, she looked like a gremlin. All right, let's uh, get to the jokes, huh? Let's get to the bits. 
All right, does anybody want to guess the order? We have we have a guest from Steel Mold for RJB. What's our order? We got another winner, everybody. It's oh my God, JB. Out of here. Wow. <laughs> Rob Jarrett Brett. Rob Jarrett Brett. The order this week is Rob Jarrett Brett. All right. Take it away, uh, Rob. Great. We will get so you that gift as soon as we figure out what it is. Uh, I don't know. This is really a joke uh, yet or at all. Or I'm not sure. Let's see what let's see what this is. Uh, this was just an observation. I've now had two different bathrooms, two two different different situations in bathrooms. I don't know. I don't know. In my brain, this observation to me marked the logical conclusion to some of the uh, transgender bathroom discussion, like at least amongst woke people, I should say. Right? Like the there are people who are, who are never going to get it. But basically, I was walking. I was walking into a bathroom. I was at a theater. It was a theater in New York. You know, very. Oh, we're, we don't care about whatever. And from my recollection, it used to be men, women. Then there was a period of time where people who were trying to be cool and with it were just like, uh, uh, you know, maybe it's it's all gender, all gender, all gender. You know, and then people even got kitschy with it, like, whatever. We don't care, man. Like, do whatever you want. Just just flush you know, person, you know, and I'm like, okay, you're being pretty cutesy about it. And then this, I've seen this twice now, it finally has gone stalls, urinals, stalls, which fucking <laughs> cracked me up so much because it was almost like, because I feel like what happened was when it was all gender, all gender, there were just way too many cis men walking into way too many women's bathrooms, making everybody uncomfortable. And then they went, you know what? We're actually not that cool with all genders. <laughs> we don't like this. So let's just make them aware where the urinals are so that the people fucking get which one they should go to. Which is kind of exciting because at the end of the day, at the end of all of this discussion, we're still like, cis men, get the fuck out of here. We don't, <laughs> we don't want you using the same bathroom as the women. Please. Please just don't do that. Because there was a time when it was like, yeah, man, whatever, we're all humans. And then pretty quickly we're like, we're not all humans, get out of here. Please just use the urinal, you fucking sick piece of we're shit. We're humans and you're men. <laughs> anyway, that's how I interpreted it. I don't know if I'm off base there, but it, was just, it, it very much made me smile in, internally. Uh, is there something there, do you think? I think uh, there's definitely something there. Uh, the, only, I, the only logical problem I would point out is that like now the difference, if it, if it has come like almost full circle it's not a complete full circle because it's now it's like you can go use the women's bathroom if no women are there sure yeah i'm cool with that that you're, mm. you're right and and which is progress and and also like because i don't think because because remember and i would have to make this distinction that this is amongst like woke circles this is amongst progressive people who are who are trying to come up with a, a, like the right solution for everybody but i think the right solution certainly includes cis men not interfering with the women's bathroom period mm -hmm. <laughs> just like don't we don't want that that's the only mm -hmm. thing we're sure we don't want uh <laughs> it's it's okay if a trans woman does this or a trans man does that that's fine uh you just stay over there mm -hmm. uh, or at least like give, give give you the the strong hint that that's the case you know because i saw it and like i was like there is zero percent chance that I'm walking into the stall's bathroom. Like there is, I'm never like, they are telling me in, in so many words to not go in there. This isn't the men's yeah. room, this isn't the women's room, but <laughs> there's urinals in this one. So Take do you want to be? For whatever you think that means, you just run with it. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, uh, it almost feels like there's a certain type of person and because of my perspective, I always view this as like shitty white dudes and Republicans 
who, when progress is trying to be made, they have this argument that's like, well, what if crazy psychotic people do this? And we're like, no one's going to do this. And then they do it to prove us wrong. <laughs> you know, They're like, what, what if creeps go into the women's room? And we're like, it's not going to happen. And they're like, well, we'll show you. And then they go in there like, wow. And they're like, okay, well, I guess maybe there's a happy middle ground here where we call mm -hmm. them urinal places and non-urinal places. Good. Thank you. That's, they're doing the same thing with voter fraud where they're like, there's no, we're like, there's no voter fraud. And they're like, well, what if we do a lot of it? <laughs> <laughs> I totally agree. And I think, you know, one of the strongest arguments I've seen against that stupid narrative, which I loved, and I ran with and wrote a, a bit about too, I'll just share that right now, actually, or, or a concept, which was uh, they'd said, it's like, oh, so your problem is with cis men, not with trans women, which is the argument to that. Like, if you're concerned about crazy people going in or pretending mm -hmm. to be women, I was like, oh, so you agree that the problem is actually <laughs> cis men being mm -hmm. creeps, not trans women who need to use a bathroom. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Agreed? And they're like, no, that's <laughs> not what we said like that. That is exactly what you just said. So I love that, that retort uh, to the point where it's crazy to me because like, years ago when... When, when the what's it, North Carolina bill was was uh, being more prominent, mm -hmm. um, I remember thinking I was like, because then that was also during a time when you know there were some pretty public, um, like horrific uh, sexual assault charges, you know that were that were publicized as well. And what drove me crazy was the fact that you had these you know men on trial for legitimate you know sexual assault uh, um, allegations. And they were being, you know, defended, you know, to, to, to the nth degree. Uh, but you're so concerned all of a sudden about our daughters and our wives being, you know, infiltrated. And I'm like, when men do it, like, we wish you cared this much about, mm -hmm. about rape allegations and sexual assault and people being brought to justice. So you don't really care. It's weird. When a woman does get sexually assaulted, you're so curious about what she was wearing. And now when a person might go into a woman's bathroom and sexually assault someone, you're still concerned about what he was wearing. Because if it was just blue jeans and a shirt, you're like, ah, boys will be boys. But if it's a dress, you're like, who is that fucking psycho? <laughs> Get that person. So you can never you can never wear a dress. That's the whole. <laughs> Whenever you're wearing a dress, you're at fault. Well, <laughs> it's almost like it's they're almost fascists. Like... <laughs> <laughs> a little bit unrelated, but I once went to a bar in New York, and uh, there were two bathroom doors. One was marked with a Star Wars Rebel insignia and one was start with imperials and i was like just staring at it like i don't what i was like trying to go through the star wars movies in my head so i was like in rebels i don't ah. obviously men are the empire <laughs> yes, of course of course oh this is this is years ago but me and my friends went to this indian restaurant that had this sign on their bathroom that I went back, I was laughing so hard. I was like, their sign is both progressive and not progressive because it was like, uh, we don't care what's under there. Uh, use whatever bathroom you like. And so I was like, oh yeah, thank you, Indian restaurant. But then the graphic was, you know, the, the usual men and women that are on the bathroom signs. Mm. It was that, except the man was peeking under the woman's dress. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> 
<laughs> so I was like, ah, you were so close. You were so close to do the restaurants. Uh, the, the clip oh, art geez. with the circle and the line through it, that was an extra four ninety nine. So <laughs> in uh in New Mexico, um I uh, my favorite restaurant was uh, a Mexican restaurant and their bathrooms a New Mexican have... restaurant. <laughs> I gotta turn you guys up because I can't. I'm sorry. School. I said a New Mexican restaurant. This happened and... earlier. To, earlier, where I said something and you went. Ah, and I was like, <laughs> in no way she heard that. Sorry. <laughs> it was so great. Sorry. I was like, nope, she didn't hear that. It's, it's her she... version of. Oh yes, absolutely. What? <laughs> <is it? laughs> so sorry. No, don't apologize. It was super funny. I was like, all right, I'm, I'm not being picked up. Uh, the, on the bathrooms, there's yeah. um, damas y caballeros. And uh, there's a picture of a woman and a man, but I overheard this person throwing a fit because she did not want that to be in Spanish. She was like, how do I know? It's like, <laughs> the pictures, it's for dumbasses like you. <laughs> but they're wearing sombreros. <laughs> <laughs> I've been living in the Heights for some time now and you know, large Dominican population here as well. And it's funny because on the on some of the ambulances, it'll say like emergency, but then it'll also say emergencia. And then uh, it'll, the hospital will also say el hospital. And I was like, I think, they, I think they'll get it. I think everyone's gonna be cool. <laughs> There's no way that a Spanish-speaking person is going to look at hospital and not put together that it's also <laughs> El Hospital. <laughs> if someone's like got recovering from their gunshot wound and they got the like, oxygen mask on their head, it's like, where the fuck am I? <laughs> Doctors, <laughs> nurses, dentoscopes. What the fuck is this place? <laughs> they're wandering around outside going, El Hospital? And people are like, right there. And they're like, no, El, El Hospital. <laughs> yeah, I love this idea, uh, Rob. I think it's going to be so a really great bit. Is there something else that you could do? Like, is there another argument that you could like make up a scenario where it comes full circle? I, I kind of agree with you what you said earlier, because when I started to consider it, I, I obviously see the, the, the good and the progress. So I didn't want to like, I was almost nervous to dive into something specific because I didn't want someone to mentally retort with like, yeah, but like if, if you're like a pre-op trend, I'm like, I know, I know, I know. It, I, I like it. I like it. I, I'm not saying it's bad. I just, I was just trying to find what is funny about it while hopefully ignoring the other part. But if I could, you can just acknowledge it in the joke. I think that's true. Actually, that's actually a good point too. Yeah. Uh, I had that this joke about the don't get stay, don't say gay bill about how like I know what it actually means, but it sounds like is that you just can't say the word gay. Like people are gonna have had problems coming up with another word for gay. Like a, a kid's gonna be like, "Excuse me, Mr. Teacher, why are those two men kissing?" And he'll be like, "Uh, well, because they're butt pirates." Um, and and like I had I still had to like put in. The problem was that's not what the bill means. So I just yeah, put in yeah. like I know that's not what it means, but that's what it sounds mm -hmm. like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you can always solve, I think, with that. That's funny. Yeah. yeah. No, you're right. That's right. That's a really good point. Um, well, I, you know what? I know we had a nice long catch up, so I am cool to just leave it at that today. Thank you, uh, everyone. So all much. right. Okay. Live great bit. All right, Rob Ryan. Great job. Next up, we got Jerry Bercy. Okay. This is a little bit of a longer bit, and I think there might be like a couple holes in the logic. But uh, tell me what you guys think about this. It feels like if you're going to survive these days, you need some blinders. You need to be able to detach from reality. Otherwise, you just would lose your mind. Like you can't live in the reality of the impending climate crisis and also go see Top Gun. 
Because if you really do internalize it, you'd be like, this is no time for seeing a movie. We need to do, be doomsday prepping. We need to move to a compound. It's like if you're 90% of the people who are living today, you're acting like COVID is over. You're just living your life. Like everything is back to normal. I'm eating in a restaurant. I'm at the movies. No one is wearing a mask. That's fine. Everyone I know has COVID. That's fine. I've had COVID seven times. That's fine. All these facts are unrelated. Or maybe you're like me. I still wear masks whenever I go indoors around strangers, but I don't wear them around friends because I trust them to make COVID responsible decisions, even though I see them not doing that. We're on the bus together. I'm wearing a mask. He's not. And as soon as we get to my apartment, I take off my mask as though this guy's lungs weren't just raw dogging everyone he's seen all fucking day. <laughs> I'm so careful around everyone except my friends. It's sort of like, if I'm going to get tired from COVID, I want it to be from Dave. <laughs> all right. And like that's that. my bit. The last part I like the most just because mm -hmm. it finally got to you undercutting your own point, which I think was is very funny. Mm -hmm. Um I don't think that those two ideas were related enough where we couldn't just get to that fun part where you're like, if you're just like, hey, I'm Jared Berenstein, I still wear a mask, even though my friends don't. Mm -hmm. uh, but for some reason, I trust them, even though I see them not doing the thing. It's mm -hmm. almost as if I don't mind getting COVID as long as I get it from Dave. Like those beats to me were super funny. I'm like, I love that. I still am, am very protective. No one around me is, but I don't care. They're my buddies. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. So that, that thing, joke structure wise, is super funny to me. I really like that. So question for you. It doesn't have to be, mm -hmm. uh, you know, in depth. Do you think that the top portion has any value to the part that you like, or is it a separate joke, or is that part just like trash? I, I wouldn't call it trash. I do think that based on what I just kind of laid out, like I don't need it at all. If it mm -hmm. just happens to be there and, and it's part of the larger thing, of course, that's great. Okay. But but no, I don't need any of it for me to logically be 100% with you right there. Can I just say for the first part, well, why not? If I was on an elevator, uh, that is slowly sink going into a volcano of lava mm -hmm. and I had my phone with me and I was with someone, I'd be like, well, you want to watch Top Gun? <laughs> <laughs> my other, my other yeah. potential critique here is that, uh, and this has to do with maybe the logic of it, maybe my own personal taste, which is that I, I see global warming as a, a very existential threat to the planet, to a lot of things. It can be, you know, there's going to be some, Pretty bad famine and other such things potentially down the road. But COVID, I don't have that relationship with. I'm part of the 90% where I'm like, yeah, it's going to be, it's calculated risk time. And, you know, if if this small percentage of people are, are like getting ex extremely and severely sick because of it, uh, but not when you're vaccinated and boosted and all that stuff. So I don't know. So part of me is like putting those back to back for me. I'm like, yeah, I, I, I can totally get behind the idea of like, hey, we have this looming existential, you know, our kids are definitely not going to live in the same world we lived in uh, thing. And we're like, wow, wow, it's not going to stop me from fucking and doing things. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Uh, versus COVID, I just don't put them in the same category. So I don't know if I'm alone on that, that's fine. But I, I worry that one muddies the other argument because I actually love and totally agree with the global warming idea where you're like, well, what are you going to do? You know, everybody, uh, everybody who's anybody who seems to know anything about this is telling us it's the tipping point is here. We've gone too far. This is no good. Like there will be a world, but it'll be a world we don't recognize. And we're going to have to prepare for that now. And blah, 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 blah. You're just mm -hmm. like, yeah, but that's like, that, that's like my new credit card expiration. I'm like, yeah, that's yeah. Never coming. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's, that's fake phony future land. Mm -hmm. uh, might as well just keep uh, watching Top Gun Maverick. So it's almost like the middle part where I say 90% of the people are doing this. I'm making fun of 
you guys in the audience, yes. you know, yeah. everybody. Tough. Yeah, exactly. And so I was wondering, <laughs> is there a way, is there like a, a something that I could add on to there? The way that you would say my wife is great before you start talking about what's wrong with women or, you know, uh, I, I know you guys are just living your lives and everything, but you're insane for not caring about COVID as much, you know, something like that. Yeah. My instinct is to just is to quickly get to that last point that you made, right? Seeing the flaw in your logic at the mm. end is what excited me the most because I'm like, it's weird that you're admitting that 90% of the people feel this way and you're also being like, and you're wrong about it, which I'm like, I don't know how wrong they are. You know, this is a collective choice. I don't whatever. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, so I had the same issue when I started doing some of my not like don't drink bits, because as soon as I said it, there was this, like this reaction from the audience of like, Oh, you, I don't know if I like you or trust you. And so pretty quickly I had to think of like, all right, I have to make sure that they know that I know that it's weird. And maybe even I have to like push the fact that I'm wrong, which is where I came up with like some of these jokes right out the gate, just being like, just so you know. And then like, once I was able to do that, it felt in my like heart and head that I was like, whew, I got past like the biggest hurdle, which is this weird feeling from them that I am somehow uh, being holier than thou or that mm, I don't understand mm -hmm. them or that whatever. So maybe I could just that. flip the two. Maybe I just do the one about me first. And then after we're done laughing at me, then maybe they'll be a little bit more pleasant spirited about me going. Also, you people are fucking psychopaths. I can't believe <laughs> the way that you are acting like fucking blah, 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 you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. that is true. And I wish because it does seem like I both get that climate change is such a huge thing that it's not like we can go out and start like doing it right now, but also that we should mm -hmm. like each and each one of us individually should be building algae farms on their roofs like right now. And when you're done with yours, you should do your neighbors. And when you're done with that, you should because like there's so much that needs to get done and there are enough people with enough free time to do it, but we're just not doing it. Oh, you know what's interesting about this? Sorry to cut you off here. Um, no, no, no. I'm just but when it came to COVID, right? The solution was actually very kind of difficult. Every single person had to do a thing. We need to make sure that everybody all got together and like collectively either, you know, stayed home, got boosted, blah, 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 you know, to have a fighting chance at like saving the most amount of lives. When it comes to climate change, though, it's not really about the individual. It's about like maybe 50 or 60 companies getting their shot. It's like... We're just talking mm -hmm. about a couple dozen people and we're just like, get the shot. <laughs> just stop doing what you're doing so vehemently. And they're like, like no. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to convince billions of people. We just have to convince about like seven people to just stop yeah. being so crazy. Well, but this is about the future. We don't have that kind of foresight. Like we're with COVID. It's like we're going you need to save the lives of people who are alive now. But mm. then for the future, we're like, we have to save the lives of people in the future. And like, well, we're not even here yet. I don't fucking know them. <laughs> <laughs> well, two things about that. Number one, it's really funny to do both of those because if you do the one that's like, all right, COVID is right now. We need you to wear a mask. You don't have to kill people right now. And people were like, no. <laughs> <laughs> there were people who were still like, yeah, I see, I see them dying. And still, no. And the other thing is that climate change is here right now. Like the damage is still is happening right now. I mean, maybe it's not happening right here. Maybe it's happening a couple miles over there or mm -hmm. even further away. And there's going to be worse stuff happening in the future. But it's here and we should be doing things right now. So I don't know. I don't know how to parse that. Uh, maybe maybe that's too big of an idea to put into like that one little section there. New Jersey made plastic bags illegal. <laughs> 
Oh, well, next, let's go see Top Gun, guys. Come on. We did it. It's over. I feel like um, collectively we're just – I've known many dudes to, who will just kind of be like, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Like, just mm-hmm. And then it, it does for some reason turn out, and they're like, That's, yeah, I told you. But they're just saying that on the gamble that like it, prob- it might turn out okay. <laughs> so probably what will happen is it won't be fine – They'll be like, oh, I guess I was wrong. <laughs> or somebody will figure something out, and then they'll be like, see, I told you. Yeah. And that's like collectively, I feel like, what's happening. We are really asking science to do a lot of work for us. <laughs> yeah. You know, we're just like, well, so long as somebody invents a way to eat plastic, <laughs> you know, we're, we're going to be okay. You know, uh, but thanks for the notes, everybody. I really appreciate it. You got yeah. it. Woo-hoo! I think you got some, some good stuff in there. Hell yeah. All right. Well, next, next up, up is me, but before me. Ooh, does anybody else want to do the Patreon pitch today? Or does Lady have another joke? Uh, Ooh, no, yeah, you got it a bit. Oh, man. Well, maybe you ever, yeah, you ever acting like a cunt and then some lady calls you a cunt and you're like, and you're like, you're the cunt, cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Great word economy. <laughs> Sign up for our Patreon. You can support for just a dollar a month. There's tons of extra content. You, we got the high writing challenges. We got the great ideas episode. We got kids on bikes where we, we play a um, D&D style game. That was a blast. Uh, tons of great stuff. And even if you don't want to watch it, you could just support the show for only a dollar a month. Uh, you can get extra special stuff if you uh, pay a little bit more money a month. But just a dollar, that's all it takes to support the show. We appreciate it. We love you. And uh, next up is a bread drug. Bread drug. Did I do all right, Jarrett? How was you that? You did perfect. I was right. a dude every week. Uh, no. <laughs> um, I don't know a lot about flowers. I went to the florist recently, and she was like, peonies? And I was like, I'll use the bathroom very much. <laughs> can, I, can I get away with that joke? I, it, that feels like one of those jokes where I've had a few jokes where I'm like, this seems just like it's just too daddish. And then I do it, and the audience fucking loves it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, uh, I think that as I've gotten more mature as a comedian, I've felt that more and more where I go, this joke is beneath me, right? And I go, no, it's not. It's just clever and and, and you came up with it and it's wordplay and people still like that. And you don't have to think that just because, you know, you're more sophisticated as a joke writer and listener that you have to do this thing. So I think jokes like that are super fun and should always be in the mix for sure. All right. 100% agree. In fact, peonies are Kirsten's favorite flower. And the only way I remember that is because I always go to the store and I go, pee on me's. Yeah, okay, good. <laughs> and yet, even though I thought of that, I still wasn't like, oh, I'll put this together in a clever joke. So I 100% think that this is this is uh, not unworthy of your stage type. All right, oh, yeah. I'll give it a shot. Um, um, surely, I mean, obviously, my, my first thought is to go to other flowers, but I don't know if that's your style or not. But I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you have any poop on my chests? <laughs> Do you have any poop? <laughs> Can I get a dozen poop on my chests? I don't know. All right, so I don't, don't want to just Hydrangea, go to that. Hydrangea, <laughs> uh, tulip, rose. Uh, There's a periwinkle. That's a funny word. Hydrangea. I didn't even know you. <laughs> <laughs> what would the florist think in that moment? How would she respond? You know, is she the type of person? She's like, oh, it's a flower. I'm like, well, I'm still not gonna pee on it. <laughs> Still gonna use the restroom. I'm also crashing pretty hard. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> uh, all right, that's uh, that's a simple one. Let's There's see. There's hibiscus, dahlia, it's a pansy. Oh, pansies could be a funny one. Pansies are funny. Hey, it's 2022. Come on. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> All right, you pansy. <laughs> Wait. I'm pretty bad at family trees. I'm like, you're my grandma's sister's granddaughter, so I think that makes you my dad. <laughs> <laughs> Have you done this one already? I feel like I've seen that. I, I, I saw this as a tweet. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah, that's super funny. I like that. Yeah, I'm, that is gonna wait till the episode. That makes you my dad. Because, because, like, as a tweet, it's super funny. But on stage, I think I've, I would almost be like, you know, licking my chomps, like waiting for you to to screw up more. Oh, somebody's in, like in even no, more clever and I'm ways. like my second dad. <laughs> <laughs> my dad once removed. Yeah. <laughs> I like the idea of playing with once removed, where maybe it was like my mom. My well, I have to, this isn't true, but it's like. If your mom remarries, you're like, oh, that's my dad once removed. Uh, like my old dad. <laughs> this, is, this is my dad now replaced. This is a slightly different direction, maybe a potential button. But I do think it's funny the kind of person who the only reason why they get in the weeds on their family trees is trying to figure out if they can have sex with somebody. You know, it's just like, oh, we're fourth cousins. OK, you know, so if you were like, so I guess you're my dad. And they're like, no. And you'd be like, oh. Well, then we can fuck. <laughs> I mean, we can fuck. I like the idea of making a family tree where, okay, so let's say like you legitimately tried to get into this. Um, is there just something that fun that you could explore there where, what is your, what is your ethnic background, Brett? Uh, 98 point something percent Eastern European slash Jewish. That's what Ancestry.com said. Um, uh, 0.002% Sub-Saharan African. You can say the N-word then. No, I, I can't. I could say... I could say that was yeah, a joke I tried. Ancestry.com. <laughs> so it takes the right crowd. <laughs> Ancestry.com sends you how much of the N-word you're allowed to say <laughs> in, the, in the report. That one got just... bander. <laughs> That's a keeper then. That one bander, it's been an hour and 20 minutes. Where have you been? I don't understand. <laughs> You've said so many funny things. <laughs> uh, I'm cool with just uh, calling it there and seeing what Leedy's got for us. Um, because Rob asked, I don't really have a joke, but I thought of an experience from last night, which I can share with you. I would love to hear that. Here we go. Uh, so I, doing all these shows, I get hit on quite a bit by people who are quite a bit older than me. And it feels like they will go through a lot of hurdles to avoid the fact that I'm very young. Uh, for example, last night I was talking to this dude and he was like, you have a bit of a baby face, don't you? And I was like, yep. And he was like, what are you, like early 30s? I was like, I'm 20. He goes like, 26, 25 like, I'm 20. Uh, and then, uh, then he goes, because I have a baby face too. I'm 42. And a couple minutes later, uh, I was talking to someone else. And I was like, you know, it's just nice enough to be able to drink because in America, I'm not old enough. And he goes, oh, you're that young? Why didn't you say? I was like. <laughs> that's it like, I don't know if there's anything you can't drink weird. in America when you're 27 <laughs> <laughs> they changed the laws down there that's weird man. well like, he's like it. what are you like 30 something you're like no I'm 20 and you're and he's like plus 10 <laughs> <laughs> I love this cognitive dissonance guy hitting on you trying to justify it in his own brain that uh, kind of thing that this could work or this makes sense <clears throat> You can't. You almost kind of comedically want to avoid you being too definitive. I think right out the gate, because 
it's fine. It just turns into a different joke where it turns into, I didn't hear, I, I am just ignoring what you said sure. versus plausible deniability that he could ignore this, even though the signs are all there. This guy was, uh, there was zero plausible deniability because before that, I even mentioned the fact that I had a boyfriend and it was just, right. whoop. <laughs> well, you know what? That's I mean, your story is your story. Single. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but I think that's great. What a funny story. Yeah, great bit, lady. All right. Thank you. Uh, and now, sing us in, Rob. Rob, sing the song. Lady just told us a joke. But now she's got drawings for us. Her joke was really funny. It was a story. And now she's got drawings for us. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent song, Rob. Oh, boy. All right. First, I have. Wait, Rob. You know, when you open that, you'll have to put it in the fridge. (laughs) (laughs) You like encapsulated my whole personality. The psychotic (laughs) defiance (laughs) on his face. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Will I? It's like my whole being (laughs) right there. We have Uh, Rob staring at me while uh, with his hand on the tape of the the Wagyu beef box. Me explaining that he'll have to go to the fridge. Him with a really scary smile (laughs) and acknowledgement and then pulling the tape back while not breaking eye contact. You know, lady, it's a great little facsimile of their logo there too on that box. Well Thank done. You. Yeah, I think it's a, it's a hippo now, but uh... <laughs> almost like a, a chode and a ball sack. Oh, God, <laughs> straight, uh... straight from Japan. <laughs> I, well... I see an I see an angel that's going. Hold up. Oh yeah! Like stop. Okay, I'm flying <laughs> right now. This is great. Like I ordered from Rorschach.com, and whatever I think is in the box is just what's in the box. <laughs> oh my god, it's my daddy issues. <laughs> Next up, I, I have women. That. Am I right? Don't you just want to murder them? <laughs> <laughs> We've got. I think me as a cop. Yeah, uh, it's interrogation, uh, Brett. Interrogating uh, somebody. Just trying to get in good with them. Then I have. Hey, vagina. Oh, <laughs> the vapor badge. <laughs> when she squirts so hard, it turns into gas. Yep, I don't think I need to explain what we're looking at here. It's just pure sublime. Oh, my Belly God. Belly lost her turret. Belly lost her turret. Yay. I, I was blown away by this, but particularly because you were like, I don't know how I'm going to draw that. So I was like, well, I guess I'm not seeing it today. The, <laughs> oh the addition God. of vapor badge is really a nice touch. I agree. Thank you. <laughs> There's a lot going uh, on with this vagina, but we'll talk about it maybe. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> then I have that one. Mm. <laughs> just a cute little just I love cute it. little This is uh, Rob with the dry ice? Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. This is Rob, uh, is me at a good old cauldron, just mixing, mixing some cauldron juice together, saying double, double toil and trouble. Then I have. <laughs> <laughs> this is Gremlin Lady. She looks like an actual gremlin with big old green ears and a big nose. And uh, <laughs> she's stealing the lamp from Jarrett's And she's room. got a big old she's got backpack got on. The giant backpack on, too. <laughs> yeah, which is not 
I mean, this is proportionally, this is accurate. Mm. Actually, yeah, it's weird because that actually, <laughs> that's exactly what I remember seeing at the airport. Just like this big like, hunking backpack crushing this poor thing. <laughs> there it is. Right. Yeah. There you go. Then I have just this drawing mm. that I already made. That is wonderful. I wanted How do you fat piece of shit? Uh, Jared yelling at Rivers. And also want to commend uh, Lee for drawing me exactly how I was dressed in my pajamas during that long drive. <laughs> I switched to pajamas for the long drive and oh my God, mwah, game changer. Highly recommended. Uh, we have a, a few more. All right. Uh, but- <laughs> <laughs> this is one that some folks maybe have seen before. Uh, uh, this is a butt pirate. This is a classic pirate, as you might expect, wearing the big old hat and a patch, and he's got an earring. Uh, only thing is that under his, his big coat, <laughs> it looks like he's just wearing pink underwear. Uh, and he's got a rainbow uh, flag with uh, two crossing dicks as opposed to, I think, two uh, crossbones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead of skull and crossbones, it's just bones. It's just bones. <laughs> uh, sure. Then I have... Peonies. <laughs> uh, we've got a urinal, uh, which is great because it kind of like blends a couple jokes together, it feels like. We have a nice urinal that says peonies, and we have actual peonies flowers inside and on top of the urinal. Peonies. Peonies. Mm-hmm. And last but not least... Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this is referencing Brett's uh, comment earlier that once he started eating chicken thighs, he said the rest of the chicken is a desert. And so now here we are where the, re- the she lady drew a chicken with cacti and tumbleweeds in all of the white meat part. But in that beautiful, beautiful um, dark meat part, there's a beautiful oasis she drew right there. And it looks great. And oh, nice I nice should try. have put this one towards the beginning. <laughs> that is it for me. <laughs> <laughs> Lady Corbin, where can people find you? You can find me on all the socials under just my name, Lady Corbin. Uh, please join my Patreon. I would really appreciate that. And also, I'm going to be in Edinburgh. I probably have said this on multiple different ideas. Say it again. Say it again. I'm going to be on, I'm going to be in Edinburgh, uh, ending probably ending a show called Setlist which will be very fun. So come see that. What, what dates? What dates are this happening? Oh, sorry. Uh, August 4th through 17th, I believe. Woo-hoo! Very cool. All right. Thank you, Leedy. Thank you, Britt and Rob and me for doing this. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you all for joining us. We will see you again soon. You guys rock. Great up. After it goes here. All right. Thanks so much for watching. Check back every Monday for new episodes, or you can listen wherever you enjoy podcasts. If you want to help support the show, tell your friends how much you like Is This Anything. Or get involved, like an episode, share, comment, subscribe. If you want more Is This Anything, you got to join our Patreon at patreon.com slash ITAPod. We have a ton of awesome, exclusive content on there, and you can join for as little as a dollar a month. Check out the links in the description, and hopefully we'll see you next week.